the nerds take over. Us? Huh? On this episode of Nerdables, we are traveling 40 light years to the Trappist system, climbing into the Falcon with a new crew and, and a new Chewie, and Wolverine wants to be an Avenger. So welcome Chris, Sebastian, and Ethan. Hey guys. Hey, how's it going? Good. 40 light years. It's actually 39 point something. Or as the poster that they put out. I'm curious, four light years away. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. NASA or one of somebody put out a poster that is the Trappist system and it says twelve parsecs away. Which was kind of cute that they did that because it was in the the font was in the Star Trek font and then you had the twelve parsecs. Hmm. So I thought that was kind of a, a cool idea that they did, that they incorporated both Star Wars and Star Trek into it. Mm -hmm. Um so what do you think about this, guys? There are seven planets around a red dwarf star that four, at least three and maybe three and a half are within the habitable zone, and they're all Earth-sized planets. I think it's interesting. They're discovering these planets uh, more and more frequently, and it's uh, very, very exciting stuff. Unfortunately, there's not much else we can do apart from just sort of observe their rotations. And these planets actually... Uh, they As of right now. They, uh, they don't rotate, but they do orbit. So only one half of uh, the planets ever face the sun at any given time. Yeah, but th with the new telescopes that will be out by the end of this year, or that will be ready by the end of this year, they are going to be able to get a closer look and see, they'll be able to determine um, whether they can hold life or not and whether they are liquid water or whatnot. Yeah, liquid water. Uh, liquid water. Well, as opposed to being frozen water, which would be ice. Or evaporated water, which would be steam. See, ice comes in many, or water comes in many forms. Ice comes in many forms too. Yes. Depends on what you're. Yeah. So see, your ice tricks. I really, I They got Lego ice. Lego ice. Lego ice. As long as long as you can have hydrogen and two parts oxygen, you can have water. Didn't you buy an ice stormtrooper today? Pretty much. You got a clear one. A clear stormtrooper. I guess that would be an ice stormtrooper. No, but uh, it's very interesting, and it's 40 light years away, so, you know, even if we send... I was like, I was wondering, you know, people are saying, like, oh, well, you know, they can inhabit life, so there's a possibility for aliens. What if these um, aliens are not like aliens that we think of as, like, you know, these green little creatures, but it's actually other humans, like... You don't watch a lot of sci-fi, do you? Because, see, if it would be an Earth-like planet that has oxygen, hydrogen, nitrogen, and everything, they would be more of a human-type species. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like on a they're finding a planet that can support life as we know find it. life. Yes. Right. But and the look, problem be that there are infinite ways to have life that we may never even know. Sure. Right. I'm voting for the no. aliens from Star Trek. There you go. But see, if you look at the Star Wars... They're, they're the crystalline aliens. They're silicon-based. Yeah. If you look so at the idea and what, what they're screaming about is kind of interesting versus the idea that there's a number of scientists that say just because we find something that has the same... Mass and... and well, no, I think the same mass, the same conditions that, that we've experienced here. Sure. It doesn't mean that... One, it doesn't mean that there's life there. Sebastian says if it's not rotating, that's very different. Right. One side of the planet is always facing the star, or be their sun, 
life wouldn't exist the same way we do. No. It's, there's no way, unless it's something that travels <laughs> travels very quickly going around, because the rotation of the Earth and the night in the... Well, it'd be like the moon. Instrumental into... Well, yeah, they notice there's no life on the moon. Right. Um, but also, it's just like, the, the kind of life that we have, the rotation of the Earth and seasons and what have you, has very much to do with how life grew. Yes. Or evolved, or... Or, or even, even our, our connection to the moon has a lot to do with it, too. Because the way the the way the moon pulls on our gravity and yeah. the tides and everything oh, yeah. affects the way life is. You'd have to travel across the planet just to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the star system is a lot smaller. I'm going to read out yeah. a couple little facts here. The planet that is closest to their star rotates uh, or makes a full orbit around the sun in 1.5 days. Uh-huh. So their year is only 1.5 days long. And it's too and, and it's the, too close to the red dwarf to be right. habitable. And the outermost planet takes 20 days yes. to make a complete orbit. So even the furthest out planet. Is and they're saying that, that that planet could support ice, but it would be way too cold and so, way too distant from the red dwarf to actually support life. In terms of that kind of rotation, are all of the planets... Closer to the sun. Their planets sun are their planets are closer to the sun, but the sun is also a, a red lot dwarf. smaller. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a red dwarf, and that's so why right, there's. If a, it's a red dwarf. Is it Krypton? Perhaps. Are they, are they under Perhaps. Sun? They, you know, one of the planets would be named Krypton. Well, that's what the, that's what one of the things that was out was that a lot of Star Wars guys are saying that you know the first planet closest to the sun should be Tatooine, the second one that's a little bit closer should be Jakku, then you get to Endor. And Coruscant, you know Alderaan, and then you start working your way out to. I think, I think eventually you're on Hoth. I'm with MV one eight seven two nine XBH. Well, these are like tra- Travis one one E like one B. Yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna go with Neil deGrasse Tyson's. There are seven planets, therefore they should be named after the seven dwarves. Yeah, yeah. if something kind of life on the dopey planet, that's not gonna help. <laughs> Hey, where do you live? I live hey, up there. We, we, we had Pluto as a planet, and they canceled that, and so now it's a to get back to Yes, they People are, are trying desperately, Technically, but they don't. New Mexico still finds it as a planet. Yes, they do. They have legislation. I thought you were about to say New Mexico was a planet. <laughs> I thought he was, too. No, there is legislation in New Mexico, apparently, that does allow them to continue calling Pluto a planet, even though that's not how science works. <laughs> Look, right? I, I still think Pluto should be considered that's a planet. Why? That's not how science works. But there is, but supposedly there is a ninth planet out there. No, they've always known about other orbiting bodies. Well, no, 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 no. Other than the, the dwarfs that they found. Not argue science is But they're saying that because of the pool... Uh, uh, how the pull of the dwarf planets are to one side of the solar system is that there has to be a larger body out there that is sure. pulling them to that one side. More sure. so, that so there awesome. there has to be a, at least a ninth planet out there, possibly a ninth planet out there that is pulling them to that side. Sure, it's something like, like ten times bigger than the Earth. Yeah, well, that's entirely possible. It have a, an incredibly wide orbit, but they're that saying would, the orbit that would, that would not make Pluto a, a planet. planet. Pluto well, see, a, here's the thing. Pluto is a dwarf Pluto planet. Has, I'm sorry, guys. But see, Pluto has a dwarf planet. It is a dwarf planet. Okay. But see, Pluto so has more dwarf and call it planet. Pluto has more moons than the, the Earth. Little people planets. Oh, is that, that politically correct? Yeah, uh, planets. Heightened challenged planets. Well, as somebody that's heightenedly challenged, <laughs> I think that Sebastian could oh. identify with that. But on another note, planet, uh, Pluto has more moons than the Earth does. So shouldn't it be considered a, a planet? 
No, the, it's the size and the composition that determines what it is, not... Is it is it the size and composition, or is it the, the uh, elliptical of the orbit? No, it's size and composition. So it, I thought it, it has nothing to do with the orbit. See, I thought it had more to do with the, with the path of the orbit. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, no, would it be interesting to, to think that... Or the, should the we... The current dwarf planets in our solar system, I'm just going to list them off for people who don't know. And it also helps me. So we have Pluto, Eris, Ceres, uh -huh. Makameki, and Haumea. No, Makameki. And, and Haumea. So those are the five dwarf planets currently in our solar system. And can you tell which which uh, telescopes they are using to find them? Two of those planets, or dwarf planets, have Hawaiian names. So they're using the... The telescopes in Hawaii to find yeah, it. Yeah, which is really, really cool. Well, right now, is with the ninth Wait, planet. Wait, how is Nightwing not on your rundown? Oh, Nightwing movie? movie? Yeah. I, that was the one thing I forgot. There we go. I knew there was something yeah. else we were supposed to talk about. Um, but, Sebastian, as far as the, the, the this ninth planet, the, this mystery ninth planet, there are ten scientists uh, that are currently in uh, Hawaii Looking, yeah, to, they they they've got it down to one yeah, yeah, quadrant of the they, of they the orbit. Science. There's ten scientists who came up with a reason to stay in Hawaii. Well, sure, but uh, no. When we were at the science center, hey, we gotta go back home. We went uh, to the. Uh, let's look. For, there's another planet. Yeah, and these telescopes, they're the only ones they could get. They're the only ones. Sorry, guys, we gotta stay. In well, Hawaii. no. When we were we when we were at home. the science center in San in San Francisco, they actually stopped the planetarium to talk about this ninth planet. And that currently there are ten scientists. Yeah, the, the the consistently named Planet X is usually yes. the buzzword that, yes. they, that they always used to describe the. It's a it's a theoretical planet, and they well, have a hypothesis. The well, and, when they, when and they, they actually have it, narrowed it down to within a, sure. a, a and if quadrant. They find, if they find it, we've got to give it uh, the name of a Greek or Roman god. That's it's got to be the rule. I hope so. To the name of Pluto. No, just Pluto two. Daisy. Pluto dos. Pluto two. Pluto two. Move on. No, it's got to be something politically correct and something that... Did you say call Mulan? I said Mulan. You know, something Disney-ish. Why? Because Pluto is Disney. No, Pluto is... I know, I know, I know. Might as well have called it Mickey. I know. I'm fascinated. If Pluto, dog, is a god. Oh, that would explain why. Because he take, he he's the only as animal as an, as an animal. Yeah, that doesn't speak. Well, no, he's, it doesn't make any sense. He is a hyper. He's a hyper intelligent animal. Like you know, like Chippendale. They don't necessarily yeah. speak, but they're also incredibly. Well, Chippendale speak. Sort of, but they also well, give. They uh, they also give Donald Duck uh, a good run for his money. Every I mean, so if you're going for a hyper intelligent dog, then you got to go with Cosmos and Guardians of the Galaxy. No, 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 no we're not talking about the same thing. The interesting thing with Pluto is because Goofy's a dog. And True. Goofy doesn't. So, and Goofy, Goofy is a dog as a sentient creature, and Pluto is a dog as a pet, which makes Mickey either. Pluto can be one of two things. He's either Mickey's slave, yes, or he's mentally handicapped, <laughs> and Mickey's taking care of him. So the second one, or Mickey's him abusing him. him. There's that too. So it's a very, it's a very dark side of Disney. Yes. Well, there's apparently a lot of dark sided of Disney. I think the only explanation I've ever given is that, given that sort of Pluto is just no, he's just a regular dog, but there is. Uh, a second species of dog, that, you know, like Goofy. Okay, if you were a scientist that was in charge of naming these new planets, would you pick something that is familiar to people within the sci-fi universe? Universe? No. Uh, universe. I. I would, would not. Sorry. Well, I'm just saying, like, you some, 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 some Jason and Freddy and 
Michael I'm just saying something is... out of Star Wars or Star Trek with the names yeah, of planets. I don't know what they normally name it. But at this what point, they name the system. But aren't the are aren't we at the point the now where we are now the new Greek mythology with these names? Nah, I don't think so. Like a hundred years from now, until well, Comic Con's not on a hill, so <laughs> until they build Mount Mount Mount, 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 Mount <laughs> Or Mount Deceitous. Mount Comic Con. And you go up and you start murdering children in their name. <laughs> so, you know, 10, 15 years from now. Yeah, you know, it's, it's close. In a couple of years, some guy says, Oh, mighty Winter Soldier, I give my child, Fathesius, to you. <laughs> Marcus Hamilton. It's, it's weird, because I know there's a, a. I would name it Janice, but that is already a moon currently, because Janice is the two faced. Okay, if you could name one planet, we'll go around the table. If you could name one planet the, in this the, new system, what would it be? Oh, Chris? in the new system. Yes. Chris, uh, what would you name it? Super Uranus. Super Uranus. Yeah. Well, because you know, Uranus... That's never, that's never going to Uranus is no longer Uranus. It's Uranus. Well, what's Uranus? It it's, it depends it, on the... According, it, according to every child in elementary school... <laughs> it's, it's Uranus. Uranus. What's, the, what's the Futurama joke? Uh, Erectum. That's what it is. Yeah, Erectum. <laughs> oh, we stopped that joke. Oh, so, what's your name? Erectum! Erectum. So we have Super... <laughs> We've stopped it. <laughs> so we have Super Uranus. Sebastian, what would you name one? Uh, one of those planets. Oh boy. Uh, see, you know what? If we're gonna if, if we're gonna stick to sort of the historical you know theming of gods, maybe pick uh, pick another pantheon of gods. Maybe Indian gods or Chinese gods. Any gods would be great. Because we've got we've got Greek and we've got Greek slash Roman yes. for our solar system. So I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Maybe Vishnu or Shiva for one of the planets. Thor. Name. No, I, I like the idea. I, I like the I like the, I like Vishnu. the Indian. That, that's a good yeah. one. And, uh, and by I like, Indian, we mean India, Indian. Yes, not yes. Indian, Indian. You can you can also choose Native American gods, Central well, and South American. So yeah, we've got, South American. We've, you we've got, got Asian. We've got, we've got many many pantheons of gods. I I'm not I'm not opposed to this. Uh, no, that's that's actually I, you a good know, idea. I'm gonna go with Shiva. I like the name. It's 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 short. It's simple. Yeah, I'll name one of the other ones Vishnu. So we got <laughs> okay. So we have Vishnu. <laughs> what Ethan? Atlas. Atlas. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I think. That would be a good name for See, Beth had said Ares, but Ares is already one of the yes. dwarf planets. Um, I see. I like. I like it. Um, he doesn't know any of that. Valhalla. I, I would. I would say. So you name it after after a place. Yes, I'd okay. go after a place like Valhalla, okay. especially one of the ones that's closer to the suns. That's right. un, un, uninhabitable. Uninhabitable. But yeah, you know. So like, if you name one Thor, it's going to be kind of like okay, really, or Lothian. <laughs> If you go in with the uh, the Norse gods, hmm. yeah, you could do something like that. Too. But the places within the Norse, Sepulnir, yeah, and Odin's eight-legged horse. Yeah, if you if you get if you get without if you get out of the the core Norse gods, then you you start to get into more interesting names. Can we name the sun Odinson? Odinson? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Or you can go, you know, if we, the Chinese are not just looking up some Chinese, Shenlong, like, uh, very close to the Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Name yeah, all Dragon Ball Z characters. Planet Vegeta. Kung Pao Chicken. Which was Planet Vegeta. <laughs> and our seventh planet, Almond Chicken. General, General Shao's Fiery Rice. General Shao. Yeah. General Shao's, whatever. Fried, fried Rice. Fried Rice. <laughs> 
They got broccoli. And then the next is <laughs> Let's go to Planet Egg Roll. <laughs> yeah, what is the chicken chowmate? I like Chinese food. <laughs> you know that. We send all complaints to R.A. Brain. No, don't send them to me. Send them to Chris. <laughs> Did you ever see I Like Chinese Food? No. Oh, God. We have to show What? You. I'm out of the loop on this one. <laughs> Holy boy! I enjoy your we'll, enjoyment. We'll show you after the podcast. After? What? Yeah. Do you want to know a, a, a six degrees of separation on that? The little girl that was in that video, that was the singer of that video. The one later eats her boyfriend? No, she was with the Osberg agency and they dropped her because of it. They said it was too seductive and, and something that they did want to represent. Well, get to the later video. Really? Yeah, the one where she's in the club and then he shows up and is it she the wants same? this guy. It's the same girl, yeah. Oh, because really? the end of the video is the, the big, scary, pedophile black dude. In a he's panic sprinkling, costume. He's sprinkling like uh, like sauces or something or whatever. <laughs> on the, No, he's changing something. Like he's trying, it's supposed to be like love potion or whatever. Right. So he's sprinkling it on the guy to fall in love with a girl and then he looks at it it's the wrong thing. It's just Chinese food. <laughs> So the dude cha- changes into, this is the guy that this girl's been chasing for the whole video. He changes into a plate of Chinese food, and she can eats it. Oh, God. So it's like, oh, I really like this guy, but now he's egg rolls. And she's got this look on her face like, check it out. Cannibalism. Oh, but it's amazing. It, but doesn't the song have like, uh, go to the club, after I go to the club, I want to eat Chinese food or something. and the pain. Oh, my God. Alright, I gotta finish this again. Oh god. So yeah. Yeah, keep going. So anyways, making them after Chinese food may not be a good thing. Um, no, but I I thought this was as a breakthrough with science, this seemed like a really cool step forward. Hmm. Yeah. To at least find planets that are are, or earth like that are uh, to lack of a better word, an M planet. Yeah, an M class. That means that Earth Two show on NBC from twenty years ago. Oh my God! Antonio Sabato Jr. can actually exist. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, I mean Sebastian, you find it. You got to find this interesting too when when they first announced it. Yeah, that's why he was giving you all the real information. (laughs) Yeah, well, I know that. I I have it here too, but I forgot to send it to you. No, no, that's. I mean, that's sort of the purpose of the Kepler Space Telescope that we have, that was specifically designed to hunt for Earth-like planets, and they're they're finding them all the time, and for. Old sci-fi fans, and it, it's also a real equation, the Drake equation, uh-huh. which you use to apply for how many planets there are in a given galaxy, and what's the probability of life on those planets. And again, it, it's tough because you, you know, you know, as a human species, the sort of the way we're constructed, we want to hope that there are aliens that are very much like us. Sadly, probably not going to be like Star Wars or Star Trek, where it's just guys in makeup. Right. And, uh, or Star Trek, where everybody is yeah. the same, but they're not. But, but they, they even yeah, had in Star Trek. There was the in, in they, universe explanation. Yeah, they, kind of there was a progenitor race. Yeah, that, yeah. that started everybody. In so everything had to Star be Trek. humanoid. Yeah, which again, that was a good explanation to sort of give an answer to why they all sort of look the same. It is. But, I mean, but, Star Wars kind of took it to the nth degree, where you could be, you know, different species could have evolved on different right. planets. Werewolf during, monsters and bat monsters. Yeah. And, Jabba. And Jabba, Jabba well, you also lines. had you also had a uh, uh, praying mantis, yeah, type character, uh, the, that weird uh, slug, not, yeah. not not Jabba, but he looks like a snail, a uh, hammerhead, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and it's one of those hey, things. Hey, that's the derog- derogative, derogative. Oh, we can't call it's we what? can't call it. They're hammerhead. not they're not allowed. That's racism, racist to call them a hammerhead. The Thorians. Well, no, no, let, no, let him keep going. I want to see him try to do some more. Yeah. <laughs> that's derogative, derogative, derogative. 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 
Derogative? <laughs> Derogatory. <laughs> so anyways. So no, it'd be, it'd be cool uh, whether or not there's anything on those planets. But do you think... But do don't think... forget about the gigantic eight-foot or six-foot green bunnies. Sure. Yeah, sure. Jacks. But do you Other think... the space otters in Star Wars as well? Or the little cricket roach things that were yeah. oh, yeah. comics towards the end? But do you think that a planet that is earth size and within the, the what we consider the habitable zone, do you think that a species similar to human no. could be created? No. No? No. Uh, the, 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 uh, for me, it's mostly a probability issue. The probability that you're going to have two completely dissimilar or completely similar species across space on two different planets that don't really have the same systems that we know of to be close, bipedal, you know, two arms, two legs, walks upright. Very, very slim. I'm going slim here. But uh, I don't discount that uh, that there is a wide variation of possible evolutionary tracks. Because, again, we, but don't, for religious... we, don't, we, don't know, we don't know what the gravity is on their planet exactly yet. You know, we don't know... We wouldn't know exactly how long red dwarfs are. Yeah, we don't know. Right. Yeah, we don't know. You we, might get somebody like their, Superman. Their, their years are very, very short. They have sunlight 24 hours a day on one half of the planet. They have pitch black darkness on the other half of the planet. So again, there's too many variables to say. I, that's why, I, you know, if there's going to be anything down there, we don't even know if they're going to be anywhere near as evolved as we are, and that's not like a like a pride. Do you think that's not a piece of pride to say they're going to be less evolved than us? But we don't know, you know, what their evolutionary track has been. Do you think SETI if, is, is spending if, a lot of resources going towards these planets now? Well, they're trying to pick up. You know any sort of discernible patterns? I mean, you're talking radio signals. Sure, but you're talking forty light years. Well, right what about you know because they're making this big old campaign to start going and colonizing on Mars. Do you think that they're going to stop stop that and say, hey, well, these planets seem more promising? Well, no, so, because see, Mars, even then, you'd have to move the speed of light to even get there within right. a human lifetime. I mean, NASA has a lot of different things going on. Has right to, now, they right. have they have the new. Um, sure, you could. God, point, I just could, lost the name of the, the new dishes, dishes at those planets and see if they've transmitted. You know, yeah. television shows. Is it? The, <laughs> is it? What's the new rocket? The Orion oh, no. rocket? Uh, that I that I don't know. Because the, they they right now NASA's getting ready to launch do an unmanned test of the new rocket that they are going to start sending into space, and there has been some talk about sending a manned mission on that instead. And NASA's kind of like, well, well still we haven't set this up in the air. Yeah, there's, there's, there's still a lot to work on. Yeah, there's, as much as NASA's budget is a tenth of what it was in the 1960s. Even if it wasn't, so things right. move very slowly. The Whoa. problem, hold on, the multitudes of problems just to get to Mars. Right. Don't, oh, sure. Don't let them fool you thinking we're close. No, we're no, no. We're still no. decades away. From a manned mission to Mars, in which not only that the people going to Mars would survive, they have to come back, but that would be able to come back. Well, not even coming back, but just bringing but no, supplies able, enough for them to be which able to survive. Is there's two, there's two different pieces. There's Mars, there's Mars, and then there's the idea to go someplace else. Sure. First, the technology has to exist where you could know where you were going is safe. To go there. Um, this is actually an Invisible Republic, which is Gabriel Hardman's and Karina uh, Beckwith's book. Right. Because there's the posit for them is that this planet that they're on, to reach it the first time, is that it's a giant ship that is populated with very few men mm -hmm. and mostly women, because the ship took two generations just to get to the planet. Right. So the idea 
would be to find people who'd be willing to sacrifice their life on Earth, knowing they would die in a starship, and would have to sire a generation that must understand from the beginning it will live on a starship yes. for its entire lifetime, whether it's 75 to 100 years, which is a, a, a you know basically the projection of life. It's almost the plot of Passenger or whatever. That yeah, was. I mean, that's the basic idea is that these this generation would live its entire cycle yeah. on that that uh, ship. ship. And the generation past that, or two past that, depending on where it is, right. would be the ones that would colonize this planet. Mm-hmm. And it would have no connection to Earth whatsoever. Right. They would never be able to... They would have Earth. never known what it's like to be on a... Well, it's also the fact that, you know, they have no communication with it. They sure. They have mm-hmm. nothing that would be able to communicate with Earth or anything. It would take hundreds of a, years. Nothing in a timely manner. Yeah, yeah, it would take hundreds of years for even a message from them to get back to us to say, hey, we made it. Right. The weather sucks. You know, whatever. <laughs> hey, we made it. Weather sucks. sucks. There's you were fireballs here. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. We picked the wrong planet. So, you have to start with something, which is what science fiction does. You know, some of the early sci-fi stories in the beginning of the century are going to the moon. Right. And using those stories to fire the imagination is what led to us going, we want to go to the moon. Right. That's doable. In, in this day and age, the best thing that NASA could do is actually try and find a way to get back to the moon. Everyone says, oh, there's no reason to. We've already done it. But it's practice at this point. Well, if you, well it's be not said, even just practice. They said, you know, there are reasons to get to the moon. Because when you want to go to Mars, the trip to Mars... Is six to eight months. Yes. Roughly. So you would need refueling stations, and one of the ideas is that you get yourself to the moon, refuel from the moon via the moon base, and then you jettison yourself off, and then you may interact with uh, an orbiting satellite around Mars that you can automatically refuel from for your trip back. But see, there's a lot of, there's a lot of variables. This is, it's, it's. Getting to the moon was, was already complicated. Yes. Getting to Mars is, is, is is even doubly so because of the length but of time. But see, even get, getting to the moon and, and going from the moon to Mars is a lot easier because yes. you don't have to have as much fuel. Right, because you, you, you would be refueling from the moon. But again, right. you have to establish yourself on on the moon first, which is why there's a lot of people trying. Because again, it's long-term living, which we do on the International Space Station all the time, but it's... Not so much about living in space versus you'd have to construct uh, structures on the moon mm-hmm. that have to be safe from things like meteorite, which impacts, would be similar to what you'd have to. Yeah, it's similar a, to what you'd have to construct on Mars, anyway. Right. The 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 atmosphere on the moon is is nearly non-existent. Right. So any impact that you take there, you know, again, it's. Whereas when you get to Mars, you do have an atmosphere, right, but then but you, you have also have to worry about the dust storm, the, the dust storm conditions. Yes. Below freezing temperatures. Exactly. You you, you well, have reading, planetary conditions. What's, what's this, uh, National Geographic. Did I have, like each month they have Neil deGrasse Tyson is interviewed. Yeah. So he interviewed uh, is it Andy Weir who wrote The Martian? Yes. He yes. Wrote the Martian. And which is fantastic. The, the dust storm in The Martian is completely false. Right. There's no way it would have the power to do what it would do. A dust storm would barely, according to Neil deGrasse Tyson, a dust storm on. on Mars would barely blow over here. Well, that's because the, the, because of the the right. atmosphere on but, Mars. But the, but, the, not... but the worry isn't so much that it's going to be like this this torrential. Oh my God, this man! Is, you know, you're going to be flung off the planet like Total Recall. But really, it's how things like dust affects technology. Yeah, but that's, the other that's but the, the other thing is a dust storm on Mars can last longer than yes. it can on Earth. They do. 
because it has less gra- less atmosphere to slow it down. Right. Even the even the even on uh, the moon, even though they sort of described the 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 moon as very powdery, uh, it's also incredibly abrasive. Yes. Yes. And again, uh, it, when you worry yeah, about that wind, it yeah, yeah. right. So when you're worried about thing, dust storms on Mars, you're really worried about its abrasive qualities on your suits, on right. your structures. I mean, you can barely take a tablet computer into the desert and not have it die. Well, the other thing is you don't know how fine the sand is. Right. The, the, well, we, well, we do know. We have rovers up there that can tell right. you. But again, it's preparing for that. Yes. But the, what I'm talking about though right In now long is term. NASA's getting ready to launch the yeah, Orion. I, I believe it's the Orion rocket. The, which is they're going? It's what's replacing the the shuttle. Okay. Um, and they were they're getting ready to launch it for the first time, and there was some debate whether or not they should put a manned crew on there for the very first launch. Not for the first. And yeah, that's what. And I'm like, I don't think so. For the first launch, I mean, even if you look at SpaceX, their first couple launches were yeah. disasters. Which, by the way, SpaceX. Finally, was able to dock with the International yeah, Space yeah, Station. Yeah, there was a there was a problem with the on the twenty second. There was a problem. There was a, there was a guidance issue problem. Yeah, but it took you know they said give us a day. And then by and it's then, been amazing. And on the twenty third, they did like SpaceX. And you look at something like the Columbia and the Challenger disaster. Uh huh. And you remember that with nowhere near that technology, we went to the moon. Right. Now, oh yeah. A dozen times. And it, it, it's not like. And it, then we it, had like we had some disasters. We had some complications. Apollo, yeah, but you had you had one. Yeah, one. But Apollo thirteen. All, all one of them made it. And there was, but it's just amazing to think the type of instruments they have. And, and even but yeah. going to to Cape Canaveral and seeing some of the the documentary stuff, where some scientists went, yeah, a little bit of it. Well, yeah, a lot of it was luck. Well, and even and balls. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. If you don't go, who knows what? Right. You're and and do. even when you look at the, the the shuttle program, to only lose two shuttles in yeah. almost thirty years. Of and service, after how many times the Columbia was up yeah, there? Yeah, which is which is yeah. an which is an amazing track record. Look how many look how many missions that the Columbia or the Columbia shuttle flew. I'm surprised it was still flying. Yeah, really? but but when you go back and watch a movie like Hidden uh, Hidden Figures. And you fit, you see that it was all done it's with the power of science and with calculations, is. and that they you know you, you see the introduction of the IBM, yeah. the the whole floor of a of a computer, which is now down to the size of a laptop. Sure, you're 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 you're, you're, you're amazed. Your, your, your digital watches, you know, the simple digital watch has more computing power. Yeah. than any of the NASA computers did. But it, well, they also had people, amazing right. people, who did. Really, really hard and that's work. what's amazing is that what, America is too dumb to do it. Yet. Well, but it's almost that. That's what it seems like is that with this amazing, uh, talented people that we had, it's money is the big thing. Uh, oh, many, sure. many, many scientists have said it's not. It's not that there aren't people. It's it's money. NASA's funding is is yeah, minuscule. Gonna, you're gonna have to pull them for private. The 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 amount of even Neil deGrasse Tyson who lobbied for half of a penny. Uh-huh. Uh, of of taxes uh, of an increase to to give NASA the funding it had didn't even put it close to what they had in the but, 60s. But do you think that the the over budgeting overpricing of NASA has helped the space program now that we are no longer being privatized by the the military and by the government and we are having we are having no yeah you're correct you're correct. The, but now that it is being now that it's now that it is being privatized. Well, it's because when you privatize something, there has to be something on the other side. 
Yes. Like, SpaceX isn't doing this for, yeah. for shits and giggles. Right. You know, they're, they're trying to monetize what they're doing. As sure. Much as, as much as, uh, as altruistic as Elon Musk is, and he is, he's done a lot of things that are not going to pay off personally or, or in terms and of within his lifetime. But it, it's, it's just something that's not going to pay off to the company. He's doing it to further, you know, to further the cause of humanity as a whole. Right. And he's using something, and basically he's using Tesla Yes. Selling these cars in insane amounts of money to be able to fund the other stuff that he's doing, like these, that these. he's not going to see a return on in terms of no one's. NASA is not buying his rocket. I mean, I'm sure they're paying him for if they're if they're uh, if he's doing the um, uh, supplying the supply the ISS. Yes. But I mean, but the, even but even the home batteries that he's doing that are yeah. that connect to to the to the solar panels that are he's selling for thirty five hundred dollars. If you ever. If you ever read Joe Casey's Wildcats, the Halo Corporation, yeah, you took over that book and changed the whole of Halo Corporation was. Reading that, and you just look at it and go, I wonder if Elon Musk read this as a kid, because that was the whole premise. That premise of the Halo Corporation in Casey's Wildcats was an altruistic company. Yeah, that the, the first thing they did is they created batteries, double A, you know, triple A size batteries, double A size batteries that lasted the entire life. Right, like you only have to buy one bad pair of batteries for the rest of your life. And they were like ten bucks. Yeah, you know, and they were just like everyone's going to buy them, and then they never have to buy them ever again. Do, but do you think that's what he's done? Is like he he's made? He's like, all right, you know what? I've made my fortune. I'm good for. Oh no, he's still making a fortune. Oh yeah, yeah. but he and he continues. He's also said what he's he's he, you know this, he, you he's proving to the world that you can you can build on these technologies and also have it be profitable. Versus the oil industry, who is still to this day trying to keep things like wind and geothermal and solar they're, powers they're, as 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 little. They're like the seagulls in, in Finding Nemo. Sure. Mine, 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 mine. And yeah, it's not you know, and it, you want to treat it as like this big nefarious thing, and in reality, it's really just that they don't want to lose their their industry yeah. doesn't want to lose money. But it's also and, and for a point of comparison versus privatization, I have a nice little graph here. By 1969, NASA's budget represented just under 4.5 percent of the federal budget. Right. Today, it's less than half of a percent. Yeah. And there's a reason why everyone's like, "Why don't it's like, oh, we want to go to Mars? Well, just do it. Why can't you do it?" And they go, "It's like we don't have the money we did." But do you think a lot of that had to do with we had to beat the Russians? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's that's a huge part of it. There was no way, and and you can rally around. Because when the yeah, Russians when the Russians first sent somebody in space to orbit the Earth, yeah. the the we United States went into now. crisis mode. Well, it's also by the 1970s, people considered go uh, the American public considered going into space a very passe thing, right? And the government started cutting their budgets because. It, Do you think we went to the moon too quick? No, it's not about too quick. No, it has nothing to do with that. Because if we didn't, there'd be like super communist Russian bases sitting on the moon right now. Ronald Reagan, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars program that was never going to work. Um, not only did it, it work in RoboCap, it wasn't a small part, it's a huge part of it. And yeah. not just in galvanizing the American public, it was galvanizing the people in the government itself, yeah, to be able to go to people in the military, which was closely aligned with NASA, and everything else, to basically say, if we don't do this, then, you know, Viktor Namichikov is going to be the first person on the moon. Right. We have to do this, and that's what it has to be an American flag. Sure. It's the but, first thing planned on, the on the moon. Despite, despite you know the the tensions and the space race itself, it was also in its own way a, a sort of you know a, you know a friendly space race, despite. Yeah. 
the powers in government, you know, being on total opposite end of the spectrum because things like science and exploration, uh, they're very much human endeavors. Right. And both science divisions trying to get to the moon knew that these weren't just experiments to benefit one nation. They were experiments that would benefit all of humankind. Look, right, oh, look. Star Trek boy. According, according to Michael Bay, the whole reason we were going to the moon was to figure out how to make worse movies. <laughs> <laughs> was because on the dark gotta, side gotta of the mine, that precious transforming. <laughs> so, so anyway, oh god! I just, all I can see is Michael Bay watching Avatar, Unobtainium. Hold my beer. Come up with a worse name than that, Transformium. But Unobtainium was actually a name used by Oakley for their glasses. Sure, but it's also I mean, still stupid. It's, I it's still it's also you know it's one it, Unobtainium. It's dumb to name a product. Yeah, unobtainium is something that when I mean because it, it does have a long history of use in science fiction. Sure. Oh god, yeah. yeah. But you know the, the first couple times you go, oh that's kind of you know it's clever and fun. By the time James Cameron gets to it in his Fern Gully, uh, Pocahontas, <laughs> Dances with Wolves remake, you go, okay, James Cameron. But doesn't the name? Wolves? But doesn't the name itself mean you'll never be able to? That is the uh, that, that is the subtext <laughs> of Dances with Wolves in space. Yes, you'll you'll, you'll never be able to attain. Uh, just letting words. In. So, anyways, going to the Millennium Falcon. Um, this past week, we found out that. What the hell's an aluminum falcon? We, we found out falcon? that the the yet unnamed Han Solo movie has begun filming. Look at the main. Han Solo. It's a solo film. It's a solo film. It's, it's a solo, solo film. Um, but we, we saw, we got a picture of the cast and the, um, the writer and director in the, in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. With Chewbacca. With, uh, yes, with Chewbacca. Um. The animatronic Chewbacca. As soon as I saw the picture, and I forgot that Amelia Clark was going to be in the movie. The first thing I All thought I of was that Amelia Clark doesn't forget she's over. <laughs> the first thing I thought of was you, Chris, going, and I thought of Transformers, whatever, uh, Genesis, and Terminator, Terminator Genesis. What did I say? Transformers. When, when are we recording next week? Uh, probably Sunday or Saturday. Okay, don't drink that then, because <laughs> this is ridiculous. Okay, so anyways, yes, um, if she plays any character that's supposed to be badass, that movie is going to suck. Ass. Unless she's playing Daenerys Strongborn. She's not even that great there. You don't. All, she, all she has to do is look stoic in that. Yeah. And people ascribe and then, the emotions yes. they feel. She stands there and she see. says, remember that first season where you saw my tits a lot? That was awesome. I was going to say, she is the first Star Wars character that people have ever seen naked first. Well, I think a lot of people have seen every Star Wars character naked. I meant before fan fiction. I'm pretty sure someone saw Carrie Fisher naked before she was <laughs> I, she's the first. Oh, the doctors have seen them naked when they're first yeah. born. Jesus, slap that ice. She's the first actress. Yeah, she's the first actress that has done a nude scene before. Yes. And then famously after the second season, said, "Oh, I have money now. I'm not doing any more." Oh nude no, scenes. the last season she was naked. Well, the season before she said yes. in her contract she was not. The first, really the, naked again. She's well, and then she went back. And, then and she's said, like, "Oh wait, I'm in Croatia. I'm bored out of my skull." And then she went back and said, "Well, I will do a nude scene if it makes sense for the piece." Otherwise known as, hey, show some, <laughs> show some wang. Yeah, yeah, right. Let's get a game of dongs in here. Um, going. What do you think of this cast? It's a lot 
neutral. I haven't had a problem uh, with the cast yet. Apart from even Amelia even Clark. Apart Amelia from Clark. Amelia Clark. I don't know. I, it depends on what she plays. Yeah, Again, it depends on what, every, what about Woody Harrelson. She, she could be in the movie for five seconds. So many people shit their pants and then ate it and then spit it at everybody when Ben Affleck was named as Batman. Yes. I mean, it depends on the person. Like, He's too old. What about He's Woody Harrelson? He can't be. It depends on the role. It depends on what role they give her. If they're going to try to make her Sarah Connor, it's not going to work. What about Woody Harrelson, though? Woody Harrelson's Harrelson? great. Who would, who would have ever thought the kid from Cheers would end up being such a spectacular actor? Well, if you watch Cheers, I think everyone. Oh, yeah. He's so oh, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, yes, the character was so one-note-ish. It was one-note-ish over the top. He was seed working yeah, at this big bar. Like, of, no, he was good. He was great at that role. He's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I mean, look, look at... Look at uh, um, oh, you got, like, Nile. Killer was the one who kind of... Why can't I remember? Kelsey Grammer? No, no, no. Nias. Brother. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, I, I, Jesus. But the same idea. He's yes. really a one-note character, but he plays it with so well. such conviction. Yes. I mean, he won the, he multiple the, Grammys. Emmys. Emmys. Lots of lots of yeah. Sides of Cecil. <laughs> I love. Guess who? Maris. That's <laughs> part of that episode. Um, no, but uh, I don't know. I mean, this new group hasn't gone wrong yet. But Woody Harrelson's character is actually a. I don't even know what Woody Harrelson's character is. David Hyde Pierce is his name. David Hyde Pierce. God, thank you. David Hyde Pierce. Uh, is, Woody Harrelson. He was also the first Abe Sapien, the voice for the Yes, he was. Yes. Um, Woody Harrelson, though, is playing a character that is from the Legacy series, or Legends series now. Um, I don't want to know. No? Okay, then I won't, I won't tell you. But I'm, I trust The Woody only Harrelson. thing anyone should be concerned about is that the Millennium Falcon has steering wheels now, which makes no sense in space. <laughs> well, doesn't, doesn't the X-Wing have that big box with the two things on it? Look, the X-Wing doesn't make sense itself. You have to turn all the way nothing, around. Nothing in Star Wars makes sense. You have to turn all the way around to turn off the nav computer. Yeah. I wonder who came up with that joke first. I think it was you. Yeah. Sure was shut up. Um, yeah, don't, don't mean to shut up. I was the one who came up with it. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I didn't see. Is, is the Seals in the in the cockpit? I didn't. I don't remember seeing it in the picture. Uh, yeah, you can see them. Because they're, they're also in the original movies, but they're so blatant now. Uh, it's like a replica of one. But no, you can I see. see you can look at the photo. Dice on there. That's one of the best parts of episode four. Like really, dice. That, oh, know, where, of all of all the crazy uh, in space stuff you have here. But they were dice. metal dice. It doesn't matter. Yeah, don't put metal dice in a car. <laughs> put them on your rearview um, mirror. Now I'm doing that. Rearview mirror. Um. No, I mean, I, I. Are you excited for this movie, especially after going through Rogue One? Uh, I'm excited in so much that it's a Star Wars film. Yeah, the the, 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 always, the always hidden steering wheels on the Millennium Falcon are now incredibly visible in that shot. because yeah, it always looks go, like it's just a toggle. Yeah, go go watch the original films because it looks like very carefully like the toggle when it's not in the, the they they they've always had steering wheels on the Millennium Falcon, but now everybody knows the secret. You just drive it like a car. Yeah, but when you look at space drifts, that's how he wait, can. What the hell is Sandy Newton talk about on the invisible Shibis next to Chewbacca? So th okay, so Sandy Newton is not in this picture. No, it's invisible. Okay, now I get it. Um, Who's the other woman? Who's the one that's next to Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson does look nuts in that picture, though. She he, he looks the most excited out of everybody. Yeah, but I, Woody Harrelson can go from uh, say what you will about Hunger Games, but he's really good in that role. Yeah, and then do something like. Uh, um, now you see me too, where he plays two completely opposite characters. 
and his his twin brother thing craziness was just awesome. That's Phoebe Phoebe Walker Bridge. Yeah, or Waller Bridge. Here's Empire, and you can see the steering wheels far more hidden on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean, it's not even steering wheel. It looks like a bike handles. It looks yeah. like a bike like, like a bicycle handlebar. Yeah. But I mean, it's kind of like a. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got a space drift, Chewie. <laughs> It's not that, right? Yeah, space drift. It's a, it's far a, more stylized. Yeah, B, it's a B, well, that's a B-29. Yeah. I mean, so, J.J. Um, Abrams did say the, the shooting the shooting script is amazing, from what he read. Yeah, because what he's going to say? It sucks? J.J. <laughs> Abrams would like to be invited to do I, other I've Star seen, Wars I've events. seen his first two Star Trek films. I, I can't really trust him. Oh, just my God. So, and Chewbacca Super is... And Jonas... It's just, e- it's just E.T., but it eats people. <laughs> and they let it go. You feel and sorry they, for it at and the then, end. And then they try and make you feel sympathy for it. That is, that is kind of weird at the end where you're like, what? Why, why do I feel bad for this It's thing? just like every alien movie or every Predator movie. After the first one, they like start ganging up with the Predators. Right. Like Alien vs. Predator, the first one, when it turns and she's like, all right, I'm your friend now. And somebody's just going to tell like, wait a minute, you murdered like five of my crew. <laughs> Speaking about okay, aliens, we're going to have a talk after, afterwards after we let's escape the situation. The, Speaking about alien, though, did anyone see the alien okay, cabinet? I'll, I'll give three you, minute, I'll give you uh, an old supper. flintlock oh, pistol as your prize. Yeah, uh, yes, alien cabinet had a five minute scene. Uh, it was which, Last which, Supper, which is incredibly awkward because there is no musical score to it. No, that's well, the, you know what the funny thing is? That's weird. Yeah, I was yeah. watching when I was watching it. It was one of those things like there's I was more really taken for the fact this. that it, like there's like four comedy actors in it or something like right. that. Um, as of last week, I don't care about Covenant. I, let's talk about wait, wait, Predator a, cast photo. Shane Black is back. <laughs> wait, and he's directing Predator. As of last week, though, Sony was still working on the so, the score for. Uh, I believe, I, I believe it because Prometheus was garbage. Well, the, fun, the funny thing is, the funny thing is, my company uh, put in a couple oh, of the the uh, mixing consults oh, nice. for them, and they only we were only allowed to go in and take pictures of the of the set for it, or you know of, of the of the uh, of the mixing room, and we had to go in and out within ten minutes because they, they were in the middle. Scoring, they so were in the like middle that. of scoring it. When they start, when they use your consoles to start scoring Predator, you're going to sneak me in a box. Right. So. <laughs> uh, no, but... Uh, well, you can do that. Yeah, well, you can do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I can fit you yeah, in. Yeah, you got, you got a large enough box, you know, that can, you know, if I can... You know, it doesn't have to be that large. Sebastian, I don't know what the cubic feet is. Yeah. Maybe, about, maybe about three to four, you know, People don't know it's Sebastian is very much like the Chinese guy in the first Ocean's Eleven movie. I'm 5'3", so I can... We, we can fit you really scrambling. Like inch off of actually being midget. No, wait, it's, what's the qualified as a score? Is it 5'3 or is it 4'11? 4'11? I'm Wolverine Heights. 4'11? Yeah, the sequel to 3'11 when they reform. 4'11 <laughs> um, was awesome. I, I'm, five, I'm Wolverine Heights. So no, no, any, anybody large enough no, out there who wants to help me get you, a slam dunk, you are Wolverine. Get basketball special me to, a, to the hoop, and I will slam dunk. You are Wolverine height. Before the movie, before the, movie, the comics, like six, all six, of a sudden, now. he was eye to eye with Cyclops in New X Men when when Grant Morrison took over and they went with the black costumes and everything. All of a sudden, after that movie, you look and see, huh? Logan can just stare right at Scott's eyes. Un- that's un- never happened before. Unseen, uh, the unseen moment is Scott being incredibly condescending and kneeling down to speak yeah. to Wolverine. Well, speaking of Wolverine X-Men. and Logan. 
Wait, is there a cast photo for the new Predator? Yeah, there is. Uh, Shane Black just put out the cast photo. Yeah. Uh, but no, the Alien Covenant, real quick, before we get to Logan. Um, what did you guys think of the five-minute Last Supper? Because to me, it, it actually it told you a lot about the film without sure. really going into it. it. It did. It told me we're making Alien again. So, In a way, but... I saw that movie already. Now, <laughs> but Alien wasn't... They, they weren't... They were the military going to investigate what happened. Alien wasn't. No, Alien was the Alien space was, truckers yeah. Oh, yeah. who got sent to the planet by the company because they wanted uh, to bring one of the species of alien right. back inside. This is thing. this is the first group that's going to settle on a new planet. Um, which, does this take sure, place... The Black Goo is back. Does this take place before? It's after Prometheus. Prometheus or after? It's after. Because wasn't there a crew that went... No, that was the alien ship that was there on Prometheus. Yes. The wrong no, no, that was the that was the space jockey ship. Yes, and or they, the, they, the architect. They, they find another space jockey ship on this planet, and apparently both of these planets are also not LV-426, so I also don't care. <laughs> oh, you're just disemboweling the whole thing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's pretty easy to do. When okay, so Wolverine. The movies are so bad. I was more weird that, uh, what's-his-face from, um, the hell is that, that, that actor? Gosh darn it. That was in that show about being a baseball player. Yes, I know exactly who That actor that was in that show is baseball. And he was the one that made Channing Tatum his bitch in the end. Um, Rob? Ron? Rod? Something? You're going you're to have this for time. Jonah Hill? No, it's not. I think Ron. he would know Jonah if Hill. Jonah Hill was in that movie, that'd be amazing. Well, <laughs> yeah, Jonah, Jonah, Hill. Jonah Hill made Channing Tatum his bitch in no, there's, there's there's 821 Jump Street. He's found him down. Yes. And oh, he was a star. Danny McBride. Danny McBride. And I like Danny McBride. I like it, but it was weird to see him in that yeah. type of film. Isn't there one more? Isn't yes. Yes. James Franco's in it. And He's the captain. Speaking of weird comedic things, uh, uh, the from Key and Peele, uh, Keegan yes. Michael Key is yes. going to be in Predator. Oh yeah! Oh yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, James Franco standing there as the captain. I was like, I was like, wow. Triathlon, triathlon. D nice, D nice. But but James Franco and Danny McBride in that movie, I, I was like kind of taken back. I was like, well, I've seen James Franco do serious stuff. Like sure. Yeah. yeah, he was in the soap opera. I just want to see him come walk into the walk into the cabin and go, "What's up, nerds?" I, yeah. Didn't was wasn't he? Was wasn't he in hundred twenty seven? Wasn't he in one hundred twenty seven hours or something? Or was that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was him. Yeah, which if you watch it backwards, is a thrilling <laughs> story, <laughs> an uplifting story of a man who finds his arm back. He was also um, in uh, Donald Planet Apes too. Yeah, also really good. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, no, no, but it's just weird to see both him so and Danny McBride in this movie. Um, so. But there was Logan. a time, wasn't there a time that uh, James Franco was like teaching a, a drama class in like some college? No, was he? Yeah. I know he was. Yeah, he, he was doing that. He was. He was. He was doing that and soap opera at the same time, yeah. just because he wanted to. Uh, so Logan, <laughs> Logan premiered this week in New York with. Uh, it's been getting very good reviews, and uh, Hugh Jackman. Did an interview, which this is like the second or third time that this interview's come out, or that he's done an interview with. I think this time it was with Screen Rant or something, where he said he would he would take up the mantle of Wolverine again, only if he would be able to be in a Avengers movie. Uh, he can't. So that's it. So next story. 
there's no reason to talk about it. No, I know. It's a, it, we've it's, we've it's, talked it's, about it before. Here's the thing. It's the same thing. I don't remember. I was listening to last week or so the week before or something like that. Oh, when we were talking about Puck. Yeah. And you're like, oh, he can play Puck in the Avengers movie because it's a... And I guess like, he can't. Right. So that's not a story. And yet we continue to talk about oh, it. Oh, we were, ta- we were talking about... Uh, 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 What's his face? Dink- uh, Dink- yeah. Yes. Yeah, the little, little dinky. Peter Dinklage. Yeah, he already, he already played somebody in the Fox movies. Yes. So, you know, like, oh, you play Puck. He can't. Right. Yeah, but he, he, people were saying... To people, no, that's the non-story. Yes. Done. Hugh Jackman can sit here and just scream to the heavens and the hell and everything in between. I want to be Wolverine. I am getting... Age of, Age of Thanos 2. And he can't. Yes. I am starting to get upset, though, because there's ben. more and more trailers and TV spots coming out for uh, Logan. I haven't seen a single one. And they've ruined... They've ruined X-23 now for me. I haven't seen a single one. Nothing can ruin X-23 for you. They, they You open a comic one day and you're like, oh, Wolverine with tits. Yes. Well, now she's younger, so oh it, that, that would be really Wolverine creepy. Wolverine with smaller tits. Yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> really creepy. Uh, you know, I'm going to bring this back to Predator because I want to know <laughs> what the timeline changes were in the X-Men universe that made Boulevard Trask go from Bill Duke... Turned him into Peter Dinklage. <laughs> what, what what what's yeah, what sequence of events happened in the X Men universe that just just made that? Yeah, happen? but but here's Game the thing. Trump. Even with Logan, okay, we need some because Bolivar Trask in the comics is not is not a midget, right? He's just a regular. I thought he, I thought he was very short. Uh, he's short, sure, but, but he's not, not that short. He's not that. I thought I, I thought he I thought he was like he's not jumping on a table short. and run across and try to kill somebody like he's an elf short. <laughs> You're you angry elf. <laughs> um, but, yes, yes, but but apparently this is supposed to still tie into the regular X-Men universe sure. that's been going on through Brian Singer and uh, First Class and everything. Sure, yeah, that's it's easy to do when you set it like 30 years in the future. Yeah, but they're... Well, even, it's not going to be that far. Right. They're, 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 sure they're saying that... Um, I want the movie where James McAvoy gets some serious-ass plastic surgery to make himself look <laughs> like Patrick Stewart. Yeah, we can cast him in J.J. Abrams' Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> Captain Cooper is going to have a beautiful man of hair. <laughs> we have to record on nights. <laughs> oh my god, that would be... We don't want to do the show that. Uh-huh. The pure, just like, simmering anger that's over there. That's just presented as so matter-of-factly. It's my, my it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, it's Patrick, Patrick Stewart I, I, has uh, confirmed officially that this will be the last He's done. He has he confirmed that this will be his last ex- Professor X. Yes. Until they do the Professor X movie. <laughs> where Sir Patrick Stewart gives in and says, What? How many trucks are outside my house filled with pure cash? They're going to do it. They're going to do the Magneto movie and have I don't know. I feel like I'll be completely honest, if they were to do a movie with just him and Ian McKellen, as the two of them That's a buddy cop movie. But not even a buddy cop, but an actual like a serious film that really deals with the, the struggles of what it would mean. Yeah. And that kind of thing. I would watch that movie a thousand times over. Sure. Like, the, the Pelican Brief, but with Ian McKellen. Yes. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> the, Pel- the Pelican Brief like in the X Men universe. universe is, uh, <laughs> um, isn't, the Pel- isn't the Pelican one of those, uh, one of those, one of those mutants? So there's been a lot of rumor talking about. It's the latest uh, ever. It's like, I'm Pelican. <laughs> I can fit many fish in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then Aquaman talks to them. <laughs> and what Batman. are they saying, Aquaman? You need to get anything through security. You call Pelican. <laughs> and Bruce Wayne walks up and outs them all. <laughs> um, 
Davis. Speaking of DC ever. comics and movies, uh, Nightwing has been. Nightwing. Does anyone really think that this is happening? Because when I saw this news, uh, I thought it was immediately yeah, it was a rumor. doing it. I thought immediately that this is a false rumor. It's not. No, they have a director already. They have a director. It's coming from Warner Brothers. Okay. They are making. They are making a. They are plotting and making. They already have a director. Chris McKay helms a film based on DC character Dick Grayson. Uh, I want to see. It's just a fallout after the Ben. Bill. Bill. D u b u q u e. Would that be Dubois? What? Dubois. The Blackie. Uh, is the guy who wrote the accountant, and he's apparently writing the script. He was writing the first draft of the script. Is this coming out of the news that Ben Affleck is no? It's coming out of the news that they're still going. They, they still have to find new films. Yeah, I mean they weren't going to stop. They weren't making Cyborg and going. We're done. <laughs> That's it. That's We're it. Done. We got five heroes, and there's at drop least the two mic. of them that you don't give a shit about. We made an Aquaman movie. Nobody went to see it. Except women. Oh, Jason Momoa. I want him to rape me. A Flash event. movie that no one and cares then, about. No, the Flash people will go see Flash, but no one will go see Cyborg. Like, really? Yeah, Cyborg. Cyborg. Cyborg's going to be a live-action TV series before it's done. Uh, Only gonna watch if... It. You're going to trigger the time because uh, actually did get raped in the comics. Speaking <laughs> about a live-action TV series, did. did you see that Black Lightning is happening? It is. I'm, I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, and they're talking a big, about a big... Four, uh, a four TV, uh, a four series crossover event with uh, uh, that it would four actually TVs, like volume no. two issue ninety three Nightwing is where he's raped on a rooftop after he's knocked out. <laughs> no, they, they well, were saying Batman raped by uh, Talia, doesn't she? Doesn't yeah, she yeah. that's also the implication for that as well. Yeah, so. no, but they're the, is a rape child. Yeah, but they're actually saying that uh, that next year's Arrow your Arrowverse um, four. Four series crossover event will actually be a four series crossover event, and not like this past year's where they had, you know, Supergirl the first the, the last five seconds of it. The lip service Supergirl. Yeah, and well, then, I noticed that there's it's only three nights now because Legends of Tomorrow going after Flash. Yes, so it's still not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's not yes, Thursday anymore because they put Riverdale. In. Which then they'll put Black Lightning on after. Well, Riverdale, Riverdale is part of the crossover now. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Oh God, that would be oh. so weird. This show is so stupid. Oh, oh the, last one, the last one is so bad that it's so good. So speaking of this, so Arrowverse, it's you're so you got to be so glad you're not watching uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow now. What they so do? Uh, you would just yeah. do they dance to get rid of the villain? No, <laughs> <laughs> not yet. No. They they went back to Camelot this last week. Camelot and, and oh yeah yeah one of uh, one of your coworkers just mentioned they're doing uh, they did Camelot three thousand as the story basically oh. and and, 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 and Ray, I mean, it's like it's like I'm, okay that Camelot three thousand was kind of cool it's Ray kinda... Ray becomes Ray of the Palms and he takes Galahad's sword and he puts they it know in about his palm hand. Trees and wait, 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 wait. He, put, he puts the sword in his hand and it like kind of lights up like lightning. And Arthur looks at it and goes, oh, well, you have a sword of light. And he looks at it and goes, as long as you don't call it a lightsaber, we're okay. And I was like, you, God, are you fucking kidding me? I'd actually probably laugh at that. No, you would laugh and go, ugh, ugh. It's okay, George Lucas and Disney got their money for somebody saying that. Yeah. Well, no, but they are, they did a whole episode two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, with George Lucas in it as, as young George Lucas in college. 
No, and what are you saying? They said lightsabers, so they got paid. Yeah, I know, yeah. Just like Bryson well, that, But that was the thing for Disney for Droid. But that was the whole joke, is that if they say lightsaber, then they have to pay George Lucas. But then they're in medieval... Uh, yeah. I'm sure so. I've, everyone said they were like that, but I just... Uh, it's not a, I, I enjoy the show, but... Yeah, but that's not saying much, because you, you enjoy... You watched two and a half men for yeah. the entire run. The entire um, run. After the first season, yeah. Hey, you need to back. jump on to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now because no. Grant's coming back yeah, as an LMD. Absolutely. He's no interest. <laughs> it's been so long. Episode. I don't even... Is he the boring guy? Or he's, Yes, he's, he's the boring, boring guy. The boring guy of the boring people. Okay. Uh, no, so he's the other boring guy. It's... All it's, of two and a half minutes. It's okay. All every, of every it? Every episode. I finished he, out he, the he, series. He, he's watching it and he watched an episode and he's like, oh, this is the episode where Charlie is a womanizer, the other guy is dumb, and the kid does something retarded, right? I'm still and watching then, Big Bang Theory. And then he watches the next episode, oh and this one's different, because the kid is retarded, and then the brother is dumb, and then Charlie is the womanizing sex bot. Oh. And then the next episode... And he's drinking. That episode, is, of yeah, course. Yeah, and the other one is where Charlie together. is a sex monger, and the brother is dumb, and the kid is retarded. I see. I see. We do not contone the word. Uh, contone. We do not tone. <laughs> okay. So anybody got anything else? Yeah. A A. <laughs> Shut up. Um, I get that out. Shut up. No. Nightwing. The night. I don't have a problem. Do you have a problem with me? I have a problem too. <laughs> the Nightwing movie. The Nightwing movie. That's what they're gonna call it. The Nightwing. Well, they're calling it the Batman. Nightwing, the motion picture. George and uh, <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt put did? them together. And that's a movie I'd want to see. Oh, you were the one to put that on. I, I would have. Yeah. That would actually have been the Nightwing movie. I've been like the most intrigued by. I did not. Those two together. For Dark Knight Rises. But Set within the Zack Snyder universe. No. No. Set in the Chris that Nolan is, universe. The Chris Nolan <laughs> meeting uh, meeting Michael Bay or Zack Snyder would be the most amazing. Fist fight, I think, in well, history. Why? No one, no one was a, a, a yeah, executive he, producer on Man, Man of Steel. Steel. Yeah. So, and and then, then he stopped. <laughs> he stopped. He's like, whoa, no. I did what? <laughs> you so how do we practically throw a tanker into a Kmart? <laughs> no, we have to do it digitally. I'm out. <laughs> with, Superman, okay, with Superman dodging said tanker. <laughs> Blow up the Kmart. I don't like Kmart. <laughs> Sears only. Wait, what? Christopher Nolan, the man that Warner Brothers went to and said, Sears. Your movie is going to be in 3D. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Okay, I guess it's not. Never mind. So, we're going to have have Superman fly through a Kmart and a 7-Eleven and hit a Pepsi sign. Nope. No, that's what we're doing. Uh, Nope. No, you have so much of a bigger problem with that movie. In terms of that, which oh, I did really... the product. That, that I will say, like, 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 product placement in movies is one of the weirdest. Like, it's either it's either incredibly subtle, subtle and, and and natural, yes, or it's in your face and and rips <laughs> it out of the Transformers film. 4. Look, yeah. the only well, thing that and, no, even in the original Transformers, an Xbox turns into a little murder yeah, bot. The, well, the, no, but in Transformers uh, the 4, Doom Machine, the, the the Transformium that um, what's his face from Hunger Games has. He's like, look. And then it goes, the pill. And yeah. he holds it to the screen for like half a second. And then uh, Mark Wahlberg, you know, he's got the, the Budweiser. I'm going to drink this Budweiser right here. I'm going to drink it in your face right now. Check it out. Yeah. Oh, Do you have I'm insurance? Because I'm going to drink this. And I'm going to choke it to your... I'm going to take this gun and I'm going to be Bud Light. 
I'm a Transformer. That's the best thing that's ever happened. The, that that was the only something. thing that Man of Steel was missing, was Superman walking to the camera and actually drinking like a Mountain Dew or something. Oh, see that, that, pulling out his Sears card from his wallet? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I didn't see that. Oh, that Batman. Yeah, really that, well, in, in, a, in a missed moment of opportunity, I think, uh, you know, the, not a missed moment. In fact, the worst moment, uh, I think, in almost any movie that was just the most come on. Because when you get ridiculous with it, you get ridiculous. But in the original Iron Man... When he's like, I want a cheeseburger. Burger King. And then he goes, he, he steps out of the limousine, and then he holds a bag that is the Burger King bag, and then turns his whole body towards the camera. And he's holding it from the bottom, isn't he? Yeah, it? he's yeah. holding it from the bottom. With so the nobody in America ever does. Yeah. And just one of those things like, well, I'm out. And then I was back in five nope. minutes later. The I'm worst out. one is Batman and Robin when Batman pulls out the Bat American his, Express card. His, his Bat card. His, yeah, his Bat yeah, card. Yeah, that, that fit that movie. That's the thing. <laughs> well, here's the thing. That is a joke that would have been done if oh. credit cards existed in the 1960s. God, that as was ridiculous so bad. as that is. Totally. Totally. No, as ridiculous as I mean, come on. The the the, the anti shark spray. It's like, yeah. No, that 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 the a credit card joke is ripe for a 1960s. Look, it, it works script. in the TV series Powerless, but not in a film. Nothing works in a TV series. Probably. Have you seen it? I don't have to. I, oh, okay. I have not. I've not seen any of Powerline. It's weird. Movie. There's like two people that I know that seem to like it. I've seen the. First, I, I've seen all three episodes. Okay. I saw the commercial. <laughs> this this is the difference. I see the commercial. Like the commercial is completely worthless. Like literally, if that commercial had come to life, I would not wipe my ass with it. But it is. And so I go, hey, I'm not gonna see this. Rich sees it. I'm like, oh, that looks so stupid and terrible. I'm gonna spend three hours of my life watching. <laughs> I wouldn't watch No wonder why you're not buying comic books from the from the store. You don't even need anything to I read. Just, you're I just, just watching. This I just I, if something this doesn't you know look like it's going to fit my taste, I just don't yeah, watch it. That, that's what I do. It's I, weird. And even that's then, what I try. People. I, and, and then I, I you're I, watching Riverdale. Riverdale is awesome. <laughs> it's awesome for its terribleness. Yeah, I got through half an episode of Riverdale. It's like, nah. I mean, and I understand that. I like I said. See, you're just, uh, least, that, yeah, it's bad, but I watched it. But that, that's the self awareness. Yeah, like, you, you I watched. I know this is. I, can't, I, I know it's not, bad, but I'm still watching it. Why? Because it's bad. It's not a bad that you enjoy. I'm telling you, Riverdale is. I so find myself bad. laughing at no, it. No, you don't. <laughs> you want to watch it because Alan Tudyk's in it, and that's it. You need to support people from Firefly because you think they're going to make. That's it. not true. Uh, I don't want them to make Riverdale. Firefly. Is something I can't recommend that show to anybody. Because it's so I, bad, it's so terrible, but it's so incredibly dumb and stupid and crazy. And then put it in a jar, shake it up, and then shoot it into the sky and explode it like a firework. Look, that's what that show is, and that's why I like it. it's completely. And I'm I'm fully self aware that part of the reason I watch it is everyone in Riverdale is smoking hot. I watch Veronica's mom, men, women, birds, trees. Yeah, like, oh, I watch Archie, hot. Kevin Keller, hot. Uh, even here's the here's the crazy thing. Jughead is one of the stupid twins from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Is it really? Yeah, it's Cody. It's a Cody Sprouse, Cole Sprouse, whatever yeah. he is. He's the most interesting person on the entire show. Wow. He's probably the best actor on the he's entire the show. Oh, probably. He's the best experienced actor on it. Uh, the third episode. Jughead Jones. The, the third episode is. Uh, it, is it Veronica goes on a date with like the, the quarterback? Yeah, and she gets slut shamed for something she didn't do. He, he makes up a story. So the whole thing is about how it's wrong to view women this way and to view them as, as sexual objects and whatever. And the way to get back at him is to put Veronica in a swimsuit in a hot tub, <laughs> and Betty walks out in short shorts and a bra and a wig. <laughs> 
So she goes, the show is about, the whole premise of this episode is we shouldn't treat women like this. And the reason, the way that they show the revenge to do it is to treat women exactly like it. You can't script that. Look, the way that, you, it, that shouldn't be I spent I spent a season and a half watching uh, Vampire Diaries and can't do anything like that anymore. See, here's the thing. If they were going to really go for something, we want Archie on TV, but we want it to be the farthest thing from Archie comics as humanly possible. In fact, what's that crime drama script you have? Just change all the names to Riverdale characters. I want, I want the they Archie. They just gone whole hog. I want, cash, the, on I want Archie's and Archie. They just do Afterlife with Archie. The way, the, I'm surprised they didn't do that. Yeah, if, if the it, way that, because you, you might actually finish it. Sure. The way that Morgan described our, uh, Riverdale. He's been talking was, about this for three weeks. Yeah, I know. I'm going to keep talking about it too. What else are we going to talk about? Deformation? Um, whatever you want to get new ratio. Transformer 6. Transformer 6. <laughs> Transformer sort of in space. The Transformer. Um, Morgan said, take every relationship that you have with Archie and just throw it into the abyss because none of it makes sense. Sure. You have, last episode, they find out that Archie's banging his teacher and they concoct some stuff in order to like, Betty blackmails her mom into not telling the whole school that Archie's been banging the teacher. His dad knows. He decides to keep the secret. The teacher has to leave. This episode, he's caught in his room with one of the girls from Josie and the Pussycats because who's helping him write music. Right. Is it the same it's an awful that movie. No. no, they're all they're all black and they are all gigantic bitches and they hate everybody. She's the only one that's sort of she's trying. To so, so, so we even even more stereotypes. Now we now we now we have teenage girls in the like, room that they're gossiping. <laughs> that's what's so awesome about. I'm telling you, it's just amazing because it's so bad. Okay, so so so, so, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So Archie's dad, Luke Perry from Beverly Hills Nine Hundred Two One Hundred, like opens the door. He's alive. Oh, yeah, not only is he alive, he doesn't look like he should. We're be. gonna run um, out of battery too soon. And don't run out of battery. It's gonna be awesome. So Archie's dad catches him, and he's like, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just kind of like nonplussed and like, all right, Archie has a girl in his room, forgetting that in the last episode he just found out that Archie's banging his teacher, <laughs> who, by the way." Hot. <laughs> like this is just oh okay life's back to normal oh my my young son with a girl in his room gosh gosh jelly darn not not for, just completely so here, completely losing the fact that he spent the summer porking his teacher everywhere possible all over Riverdale so here's a question this sounds great so you made Riverdale sound far same. more interesting <laughs> than the that's the thing than the 15 minutes that I watched and got bored. <laughs> the reaction channel. The reaction to it is so much more interesting than the show itself. Uh, so Chris, knowing how, how you feel about this show and how terrible it is, what do you think its score is on IMDb? <sighs> score like, like a Rotten Tomato score? Yeah, it's a one out of ten. What, a one out of ten? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on I'm gonna I'm, get on my iPad here and find out so, so we can guess. Oh, I have it. All right. yeah, yeah. oh you haven't pulled up. Okay, um, then I will go to Rotten Tomatoes and find out. Point five. No, I'm gonna say two. Two? Yeah. Can you say point five? Sebastian, what do you say? Uh, it's a teen drama, so I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna throw in six. The teens are gonna love it. Sebastian is the closest. Oh. It is an eight out of ten. Woo! Wow. That is a good B. It's a solid B right there. Well, I want to, yeah, that right means it's, okay. So that means it's gonna get so a second now we're gonna season. Go okay, so I know it has to get extra seasons because I need it to get to Riverdale in space. So they use my idea and I get paid for it. Uh, okay, so, so if we're gonna do this, let's uh, start taking guesses. What's the what? Uh, well, first, out of one hundred percent, yeah, out of one hundred percent. But there are two scores for Rotten Tomatoes. There's the audience score and then there's the critic score. So uh, give out throw out two numbers. I'm gonna say the audience is sixty five. 
and the critic is thirty-five. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go audience being eighty. Okay. And critics being twenty. Sam's gonna say audience uh, audience eighty at least or eighty-five since you said eighty, and critics forty. Okay, so the the, the tomato meter, eighty-seven uh, percent for the critics. <laughs> Holy shit! And eighty percent for the audience. <laughs> ah, oh. Are the critics all employed by the CW? <laughs> right. I, I've, I've, it, this is, is there more than one? It's all Kevin Smith, <laughs> of, isn't it? Out of forty-five, out of forty-five critics. Wow! Uh, only six. Rotten. Oh, okay, you know what? I take critics. it back. This show's amazing, and I'm not even going to say it's terrible anymore. Obviously, the audience, the, the critics. God Almighty! Really? Oh, that's 87%? so awesome. Seven percent. Does this mean I have to pay, watch this show just no. to see? Don't no, you don't no, have to I, watch I get to watch the show. I get to watch the show. That's what I have to admit. But here's Wait. the weird thing too. You're the only but you're the only person who has been self aware saying it's it's so bad it's good. Everyone else I know who's seen it has has basically called it the the, the closest thing to watching pure death on television. See, and that's why I think he likes it. It's because everybody else doesn't. And because, but, and because, wait, 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 no, but, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, no, wait, 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 he automatically doesn't like it. That's not true. Firefly. That had nothing to do with I don't do like Firefly liking. either. He doesn't like so. it because he's just tired of people talking <laughs> yeah. about it. No, again, this is this, this goes like You do not pay attention at all. I do. No, you don't. I because, do. No, you don't. Because I do. You, no, you don't. Because for I, years you're like, you don't like it because Chris Pratt's dancing. That's, no, my problem is not with Chris Pratt dancing. It's my problem is with Ronan. My problem has always been with Ronan. I know. My problem will always be with Ronan, and you just never accept it because you don't listen. But you always bring it's up not, the It's not what people like to fight out. I fully admit, if I don't get on the ground floor of stuff that explodes into craziness, yes. I don't feel the same way about it. I am I'm pre- I have more of a predilection of not enjoying it to the same degree. Right. It doesn't mean I don't like it every time. There are some times I don't like it, and I'm self with Same thing with Guardians. I spent two weeks listening to people going, this is the best movie Marvel's ever made. This is the most incredible thing. It's like watching porn, but with it's so great. Fuck Star Wars. Fuck Star Trek. It's just Guardians. Guardians is the greatest thing ever. I went to see it, and I said, it's okay. Right. And then I got eight-tenths through the movie, and then it was like, it's okay, but this makes absolutely no sense that this bad guy that you told me is the most evil person that you could ever come up with would just stand there and watch something somebody do the electric slide for two hours and just go, hmm, I don't know what this is. Hope that raccoon over there with the big gun doesn't shoot me. Don't move, raccoon. I gotta watch this. All right. Just, oh, 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 can you do Michael Jackson? Yes. Sweet. Oh, I've been shot. That's my problem. Firefly was the same thing. You accused me for years of just hating Firefly. I never hated Firefly. No, no, I don't no. care. You hate Firefly for the fact fans. that you hate the fans. That's it. It's not, it's not even a hate of the fans. It's what the fans were trying to accomplish was unrealistic. Right, but when I mean, with this is... unrealistic, the same thing. Stop talking about Puck being in the Avengers or, or Wolverine. It makes... It's not realistic. Stop talking about Lucasfilm making a live-action TV series. You still have people that are still like, the Old Republic TV series is coming. I was going to say. Zero, zero, zero beyond zero. In the minuses. Yes. No one at Lucasfilm is saying they're going to make this. And that's why and I you've bring got, it up. you've got all these things like Gizmodo. This is going to be the cast for it. If we were to cast this show, that's going to happen. Oh, you're not going to. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to look up ratings. Uh, so Riverdale's ratings, its last episode only pulled in a million viewers. <laughs> That's because I watched it a million times. So, so over so, and over again. So different. That was I would have broke into so, other people's homes and watched it on their DVR. <laughs> so, it, you know, it's, a, it's just one of those things I was watching. It's like, okay, so, like, out of the 364 the first tomato one. reviews, anything, like, almost, literally, like, maybe 10 or 20 
of the 300 reviews that have anything more than two, three-sentence words. Yeah. Uh, but those, yeah, I hate this. this and, and those are the ones just like, awesome show, five stars. Like, Chick's hot, five stars. Uh, oh, yeah, any, Anything with that, that was like one or one, like half star or one or two stars all had like entire paragraphs of why the show was That was awful. S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, so, yeah. So literally, there's five people watching Riverdale and, and over, just and losing over. their minds over the show. Okay, so we're going to... Out of that million, 990 million, out of there thousand... Are hate, are watching, hate it? watching it to a certain degree and just really enjoy look what it. they did to Jughead. Look what they did to Archie. Yeah. Oh, Jughead's Jughead's a disaster. Wait. Living in the drive-in and then wait, they're going to have Josie and the Pussycats. I got to watch this. Oh, I hate it. Oh God. Oh, Josie and the Pussycats are very interesting because it's just so dumb. Okay, so on that note, we got to wrap things up. I hate to say it. I, Tune in yeah. next week for more Riverdale. Because <laughs> you want to talk more, more Riverdale. Yeah. So we're gonna have we're gonna have the Walking Dead cast, Comic Hailing cast, Rivercast, the Rivercast. Yeah, we gotta do we we have to do declassified before we start doing a Rivercast. I think I'm ready for Rivercast. Its first episode only had 1.38 million. Oh, so it only dropped like eight million. That's it. People that watch the first one, all there's something of crack in that show where you go. Yeah, I can't turn away from this. I don't know why. It's, it's hypnotoed. I can tell you why. It's hypnotoed. I have to watch this. Well, I can tell you why, because it's bad. <laughs> and the women are very beautiful. And even some That's guys, why. you kind of go, yeah, Archie's got a lot. I'm straight, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I do. Luke Perry is a very distinguished older man. So on then, though, we're going to wrap things up. So make sure you take us out on Facebook.com sure slash Nerdables. Thursdays at 9. <laughs> <laughs> Check local listings. We're also on Twitter as at Nerdable Show, and we're also at Riverdale. On, <laughs> and we're also on Instagram as Nerdables at as Riverdales. Riverdales. So for Chris, Sebastian, Eve, and I'm Ari. Say we'll talk to you next week. Riverdale. <laughs>